Hey everyone, how you doing? Welcome to the John Riley Project. It's episode number 36. It's Monday, March 4th, 2019. It's March, man. March is one of my two favorite months of the year as a sports fan because we got spring training going, baseball's cooking up, we got March Madness coming. So it's a great sports month. Um, I'm fired up. I've, I've been on the road like a lot for the past week, week and a half out visiting my son Trevor and his team. The University of New Mexico has been playing ball games and I've been road tripping it, driving out to Albuquerque for games. I've been driving out to Tucson for games. I'm fortunate as an entrepreneur. I've got a lot of flexibility in my schedule. So I was making that happen and been having a great time. It's sort of my way of pursuing my own happiness. So that's what I've been up to lately. And, you know, we talk a lot about this podcast is all about life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Well, today we're going to talk about life and the category of, you know, you know, in the context of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, what we mean by life is what are the things that you can do to improve your life, take, take ownership of your life, make your life all that it can be. And, you know, what I'm happy to do here is just share with you some of the things that I've learned. You know, I'm 54 years old, got gray hair. I've kind of picked up a few things along the road. And, and if I can share those with you, share with you things that have worked for me, well, maybe that can be helpful for you. And it's just sort of my way of, of um, sharing the love and offering value to you. So, um, what I want to do is I just kind of want to tee it up with sort of a little bit of a story. Um, when, you know, right after the Great Recession, when did that hit? I think um, everything hit the fan like in 2008 and in 2009. And I'm a small business owner. Um, I, I set up my own, my own company in 2001. And um, it's a marketing agency, marketing consulting that I do for clients. And I'm going to tell you, it, when the Great Recession hit, um, it was a big punch in the nose to me as a business owner, as an entrepreneur. I mean, businesses were closing left and right. A lot of my clients, um, you know, peeled back dramatically on the work they did with me. A lot of my clients went out of business. Some clients went out of business and, and left me with a big accounts receivable. I had a slew of challenges in that 08, 09 timeframe, and it was really hard. Um, you know, for my business, I was in survival mode. Um, I was just trying to keep, you know, keep it going, making sure I could pay my bills, pay my employees. And I had myself and six employees. And, um, you know, as the great recession unfolded, I eventually worked down just to me. Um, so my business really scaled back. And if you can imagine during that time, that was really hard for me emotionally, you know, handling a lot of those stresses. You know, I'd be literally awake at night thinking about things, you know, how are we going to pay these bills? How are we going to satisfy these clients? Where am I going to get my next customers from? And it was a struggle. It was difficult. And, you know, some days I'd be all fired up and I'd be saying, okay, we're in survival mode. We're going to knock down these projects. Other days I would be hunting for a new business, but other days, you know, this is a difficult time. I mean, other days I was discouraged. Um, I would find myself drifting um, and, and uh, kind of feeling alone in the wilderness um, to a great degree. And I did a lot of soul searching during that time. And I mean, this was a time also when, you know, 
you know, I'm, I'm married and my, my family had moved a few years before that into a new bigger home. And, um, you know, my children were young and, you know, I was really active in, in their life, you know, as going, uh, you know, supporting their sports. In many cases, I was a coach, I had a lot going on in my life. Um, and, you know, this, this big, great recession just kind of, you know, really punched me in the nose. And it was hard. It was difficult. Probably the most stressful thing I've ever gone through in my career. And probably one of the more stressful things that I've gone through in my life. And um, I just want to share with you just some things that I did that helped me get through it, that helped improve my life, not just that that time in that 2008-2009 time frame, but things that are still improving my life today because of changes that I made then that have made a huge impact. And I'd like to share those with you. But before we do that, how's that for a tease? <laughs> okay, so before we do that, what I do want to tell you is I I'd love for you to follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, um, you know, Instagram, uh, of course, we're on YouTube right now. So, you know, if you're on social media, please follow me, uh, like the pages. If you're on YouTube, subscribe. But I just want to put this out. I have a special sort of secret Facebook group that you're all invited to join. It's called the John Riley Project Insiders Group. Um, you can search for it. Um, it's a closed group in Facebook. So you have to um, request to join or you have to be invited but if you just say you'd like to join, let me know and I'll approve you. I ask you a couple of fun questions just to get in. And in the John Riley Project Insiders group, I share a lot of additional content, bonus content. When I'm out on the road, when I'm exploring new adventures, uh, new things that I'm learning along the way, I do a lot of remote podcasts that are not available on YouTube that are not available on Spotify or iTunes or Stitcher, like all my regular podcasts. These are exclusively only available in the John Riley Project Insiders group. So I encourage you to go out there and join me. And I'd love to share with you some more stories of some of the things that I'm working on. But back to this story that I'm talking about now. Again, coming out of that recession, it was brutal. It was tough. I was dealing with a lot of adversity. I was questioning myself. I was testing myself. Um, my business, as I said, I went from myself and six employees. I was a nice little local uh, marketing agency, and that scaled down quickly, down from to five people, to three people, to just me, um, just trying to get through it. My clients were going out of business. My other clients were dramatically scaling back. Other clients just weren't paying their bills, you know? And meanwhile, I got bills to pay. It was a hard time. So what did I do? What, what helped me kind of work my way out of this? And it really went beyond just business strategy. You know, it was a lot of things about how do I manage my, my emotions, my thoughts? Because you can imagine during this time, there was a lot going on in my head, a lot of noise, a lot of chatter thoughts and feelings bouncing around in my head, um, you know, a sense of fragmentation, of lack of clarity, lack of focus. And I can't remember where I heard about it or someone told me or maybe I read about it, but the topic of journaling came up. And I remember this had come up in my past, you know, because I enjoy, you know, seeking out, um, you know, sort of self-help and other ways that you can improve yourself. And other people have talked about journaling. 
and it always seemed kind of new agey to me. I didn't, it didn't feel, it didn't feel substantive. I, I just didn't get it. But one day I, I said, you know, maybe I'll try this because at the time I was just really struggling um, to kind of figure things out. And so, you know, I, 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 I was thinking, well, am I going to get like a book and kind of handwrite it? That's going to take a long time. And, you know, here it is. I'm in the computer age. I do everything on my computer. And I'm thinking, I don't want to have like a book I carry around and, and write down things while I'm out on the road. I said, well, heck, I've got this laptop right in front of me. So I just opened up a blank Microsoft Word document. And I said to myself, well, okay, well, what am I going to write about in this journal? And you're not sure. You're like, well, do I talk about my business or wh- what am I thinking about? Uh, do I think about or I talk about some things that are going on in my life outside of business? And I just sort of struggled. And so what I did is I just started unloading. In the Microsoft Word document, I just started typing what was in my mind, the things I, were, I was thinking about. And at the time, I was thinking about, you know, items number A, numbers one, two, three, and four. And, you know, I would think about number one, and then I'd bounce over and think about number three, and then I'd go to number four, and I'd go back to number one, and I'd be, you know, your mind kind of bounces around thinking about all these different things going on in your life, problems you want to solve, challenges you're facing. So I just started typing and unloading all of my thoughts, my feelings. Um, you know, I, um, I have a list here. I was thinking, I was, I, I was talking in my journal, I would write about my customers, my employees, my vendors. I'd write about, you know, my family life, my children, my marriage, my parents, my house, my relationship, my, my health. All of these things, I just started pouring them out into this journal. I would brainstorm about my business, the creative ideas in my business. I'd think about my worries, my fears, even some of my dreams. If I could remember my dreams, I would write them down in my journal. And I would just kind of just open up and let it unfold. And I'm telling you, that in and of itself was so fantastic. It was, it was like having a good friend to talk to where you could just unload the burden of all of these things that were on your mind. And, and just releasing them was powerful, very powerful. Um, and so I just would keep writing like this until my mind was empty. And the beauty of this is, is that once I kind of got it out of me, out of my head, and whether for you it's in paper, for me it was in a Microsoft Word document, I was able to look at it all objectively and I was able to examine it more. I could really examine it much more deeply. I was able to ask myself some serious questions. I was able to sort of organize it and look at it from from a third party as though I were a life coach trying to coach this guy that had written this journal. I was able to coach myself. And I was able to do it from a much more rational, objective perspective. Because normally, if it was all in my mind, all of these thoughts, these feelings were racing around in my mind during a difficult, very stressful time of my life. It was hard to organize those thoughts. But the the beauty of journaling is I was able to write them down and and I would organize them. And, And in the Microsoft Word document, I would literally 
cut and paste and move things around just to organize my thoughts into different categories and subcategories and bulleted lists. And it was like taking all of that noise between my ears and laying it out cleanly, laying it out clearly, laying it out in an organized fashion. And then I was able to deeply explore and question and query and probe and learn so much about myself as I went through that process. Um, so, you know, I had always kept a to-do list. You probably keep a to-do list now. Um, and the to-do list changes all the time, right? But a lot of times I used to find that my to-do list wasn't what I wanted to do. It's what everyone else wanted me to do for them. And whichever the squeakier wheel was, that ended up moving up my to-do list. That's how I used to manage my life before I journaled. Before I journaled, I was reacting to everyone else's needs and my own needs came at the end. My own needs came last. And that created a lot more stress because I was never really satisfying myself. I was never filling my own bucket. I was never really showing self-love for myself. Uh, because I was so busy chasing down everyone else, trying to satisfy all of their needs, kind of like a puppy dog, you know, just trying to please its owner. Um, so what I was able to do is completely transform the way that I looked at my to-do list. And because I was examining what was important to me and examining the challenges that I was face facing, I would find myself prioritizing things very differently. And I was beginning to, to put topics in my to-do list at a very high priority that were, that were helpful for me to grow the business rather than reacting or trying to plug holes or trying to rescue. I was able to proactively build things in my business. By reprioritizing my to-do list because of my journaling, I was able to do things for myself that were purely just to show self-love and to feel good about my situation. And it greatly helped me. I was also able to explore things that I had really always thought about exploring. I mean, I can give you a really good idea, a really good story here. Back when I was in college, um, you know, I was, a uh, originally I was a computer engineering major and at UC San Diego, the electrical engineering courses blew me up. Eeks, the Eeks 50 sequence, if you're a UCSD student back in the eighties. And I switched to math computer science and that's what my degree is in. It's in mathematics and computer science. And it was nice because I was always good at math and I enjoyed computer programming and it was a really good blend of the two. But while I was in college, I still didn't want, know what I wanted to do. And one of the things that I had considered doing was being a high school math teacher. And it was something that was very interesting and appealing to me. I ended up not pursuing that career largely because of the pay. And I thought I could get, you know, greater rewards doing other things. But it was always something that was in the back of my mind. And what was interesting is going through this journaling process, I started uncovering and rethinking about some of those ideas. Now, granted, this was during the Great Recession. And so, you know, I had a lot less work to do. And while I was out trying to build the business, I felt like I wanted to try new things and experiment with new things. And so what I did during that time, 
And I did this purely for myself as I went out and got an emergency teaching credential and I went and taught in the Escondido High School District. Um, and it was an incredible experience. I enjoyed it. I learned a ton. I confirmed that I didn't want to be a teacher, but I was glad I did it. And those were some of the things that I was able to explore and learn about myself because of the journaling, because of this self-introspection. Um, but there were other things that I did in my business and I explored new entrepreneurial ideas and, and I could never have really done that if I hadn't really reorganized my thoughts. And the journaling helped me do that. It helped me get away from um, you know, reacting and putting fires out and being in crisis mode to flipping it 180 degrees and being proactive, figuring out ways to build and to grow and to do it from a positive perspective rather than a negative emergency perspective. So just unbelievably helpful. So what, what I ended up doing, and I still do this to this day when I journal, when I pour all of my thoughts out, and it doesn't matter what those thoughts are. They could be work-related, personal, they could be emotional, memories, anything. Whatever is in my mind that I'm weighing, when I get it all out into that document and reorganize it, I can then, after it's reorganized, it's almost like re-uploaded into my brain. I know that's kind of a silly metaphor, but that's kind of how I see it. And what ends up happening, which is really interesting, is sometimes maybe you feel this way where you're feeling overwhelmed. You feel like the everyone is, is, is on you. Everyone's pulling you by the tail. You've got a to-do list a mile long and you just feel the burden of it. And all of those thoughts are bouncing around in your mind. And how do you organize it? What I found is when I, when I uh, laid it all out into my journal and reorganized it, I originally might have thought I had 20 things bouncing around in my mind, but really I only had four or five things bouncing around in my mind, but I kept repeating them over and over or looking at the same problem from different angles. And it, in my mind, it felt like an enormous burden. But when I got it in, into writing and I was able to organize the thoughts and prioritize it properly, I gained a whole new perspective and I realized this isn't that bad. This is solvable. This is, this I can do. This is manageable. And when I was able to take that and sort of, like I said, re-upload it into my mind, I suddenly had clarity. I had focus. All the distractions melted away and I was focused on my number one priority and I could go about my day that way. And it was powerful. I'm telling you, this journaling changed my life. It changed the way that I approach my day. It changed the way that I approach the projects that I work on. It changes the way that I manage my life in a lot of ways. So um, it's just been unbelievable. And so now I feel that I'm prioritized really on the right things. And I, I have this tremendous clarity of mind. You know, all that noise in my head is gone. Um, and I'm able to actually be my own coach. And there was a time where I, I had business coaches that have helped me and they have been extremely helpful and I learned a lot from them. But now I'm taking those same strategies, those same um, coaching techniques, and I'm just coaching myself because when I get it all into writing, I can then coach the person that just dumped everything in writing. 
So I'm basically coaching myself from a third-party perspective, and it's made a huge, huge difference. Um, and you know, the other thing too is as I've explored this, and I'll take you know something that might be worrying me or concerning me, some kind of a fear that I have, and I'll and I'll ask myself, why do I feel that way? And I'll think about things that happened earlier in my life, and I learn how you know situations that happened to me as a teenager or as a young adult have influenced me now and have influenced the way that I think about certain issues, certain topics. And it gives me a deeper understanding of me. You know, some people talk about that, like what's the biggest challenge in life? And in a lot of ways, it's just understanding yourself and, and understanding what makes you tick, why you behave the way you do, and how you can have better control over all of it. Um, and this journaling process has been just so helpful. Um, the other thing that's interesting with journaling for me is I still will sometimes drift. Maybe you do. Like, for, I'll be in some days, man, I will be so focused, so prioritized, and man, I'm just boom, 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 knocking things down. But then there are other days or maybe times in the day where I lose that focus, I lose that clarity, and I'm just sort of drifting. Sometimes going through the motions to a degree, sometimes working on lower priorities just because they're easier to do and I don't have to apply a lot of brain power to them. And when I catch myself, and this is a key, is, is to be self-aware, is when I catch myself in that drifting mode, that's when I know that I need to journal again. And so sometimes I'll journal multiple times in a day. Um, I'll, I try to do it in the morning, and that's always the best pattern. That's the best rhythm for me is to do it every morning. And then in the afternoon, sometimes I'll journal again. I, I jokingly, ref this is like Star Trek The Next Generation. I'll usually title it Captain's Log Supplemental, the way Jean-Luc Picard used to on the Star Trek. Um, and I'd, I would have my addendum uh, to my journal for that day. But I'll, I'll admit, there are some days that I don't journal. And I, I, sometimes I've gone like a week or a week and a half in between journaling. And, it, when I, and it's because that I've lost that self-awareness. During that time, I tend to drift. And so when I catch myself, sometimes I'll, I'll say to myself, oh my gosh, I haven't journaled in a couple of days. I haven't journaled in a week. I haven't journaled in 10 days. And that's when I really have to say, whoa, okay, I've kind of slid a little bit off track here. This helps me get back on track to refocus, reprioritize, and it becomes a habit. And it's hard at first, and I still struggle with it now. And I'm, I've been journaling now for about seven years. Um, and it's been very helpful. Um, and what's, what I'm now doing is now I don't just have my one journal that really is about me, the person, uh, and all the things I'm dealing with in my life, but I also have now journals for specific projects that I work on. Like for this podcast, I have a journal. So for this podcast, I keep track of all my brainstorming ideas in the journal. Every day when I write about it, I'll write down ideas and I'll brainstorm and I'll think things through. And that's a journal entry. And I just keep adding to this Word document. It keeps getting longer and longer. My personal journal now is over 650 pages. Um, and it's kind of crazy to go back into that journal and reread certain segments of it that happened four or five years ago. 
and think about the things that I went through and some of the struggles I was facing then that I've now solved and now my life is so much better uh, because I've been able to work my way through those things. The journal is almost in a way becomes like a diary, um, but it's just very, very powerful. Um, so, you know, the other thing too is I know other people, they do what's called gratitude journaling. Maybe you've heard people talk about it where they make a list of all the things they're thankful for. Um, and that's another good angle to go on. Uh, sometimes I'll do that as a journal entry just on that given day because sometimes like if I'm going through a moment where I feel like the whole world is crushing me, you know, I will stop and say to myself, well, wait a minute. All these other things are going on in my life that are so fantastic, okay? These are the things that my family are great. My children, my wife, my parents, my, my house, um, the vacation that I went on. Um, you know, I'll talk about a client engagement that I liked, a relationship with a customer that's great. I'll make a list of all these great things that are going on in my life. Maybe I lost a bunch of weight, which I've done. Um, I'll make a list of those you know, health-related things that have been great accomplishments. And I'll say to myself, you know what? Things are pretty damn good. And, that, and having a gratitude angle to your journal helps you understand that the challenges you face might be proportionately minor compared to all the good things that are going on in your life. And when you are able to, to journal from a gratitude perspective, that helps you get a sense of like proportion, a sense of balance, and an understanding that things are good. And things are probably a lot better than you think they are, especially if you happen to be in a you know, glass half, half full kind of, um, or excuse me, glass half empty perspective. If you happen to be in a pessimistic mood, it's great to do a gratitude journal entry at that point. So um, to me, uh, this journaling has been an unbelievable way to improve my life. And that's what I say, you know, the podcast is about life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. For me, this is a way that I've been able to take more control over my life, more ownership. I was able to explore my life, learn more about myself, and then really reprioritize and reorient kind of my go forward strategy. It's been great. So, um, yeah, like I said, I, I have a couple more notes here on my tablet that I made pr preparing for this podcast. Um, but yeah, I have over 600 pages in my personal journal. I mean, it's just crazy. Um, and it's just loaded with content. Um, so uh, it, it's personal uh, for me and it's made a big, big difference. Um, so I don't know if you've ever tried journaling, um, but it's been, it's been wonderful. It, it's really made a big difference for me. Maybe it can make a big difference for you. Um, so we're, as we go through, um, you know, this podcast, you know, we're going to talk more about life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And I hope to have more episodes like this of things that I'm learning in life that have been helpful that I can share with you. Maybe we'll have guests that'll talk about, um, you know, self-improvement and things they can do to better uh, manage their life. You know, we, we talk about liberty. Usually that's when I talk about politics. And I usually talk about politics from a liberty perspective. And then pursuit of happiness, right? We've talked about Corvettes with Pete Neal. We've talked about coaching baseball with Caleb Allen. And we're going to do a lot more with pursuit of happiness in this podcast. And I just want to mix it up and, and kind of 
give you different perspectives, different ideas, and I really would encourage feedback. If there are things here that you think are helpful, let me know. Respond in Facebook. Send me a note. You know, those are a lot of ways you can give me feedback. Let me know what you like or dislike with what we're doing in this podcast. Let me know what's valuable for you. Um, so if you like this, if you like the podcast, you want to, you want to help, what are some of the things you can do to help? Number one is listen or watch every episode. This is episode number 36. So maybe you've seen some of our prior episodes, please go back and and check them out. Um, and if you can share them with a friend, maybe you have a friend that might like it. Tell them you saw the John Riley podcast. They can listen to it on iTunes, on Spotify, on Stitcher. You can go to YouTube and you can watch the videos because we do videos of every one of our podcasts. So, um, you know, recommend us to a friend. That would be really helpful. Um, the other thing you can do, which would be great, is go is leave us a review on iTunes. If you're listening on iTunes, leave a five-star uh, rating and tell us what you think about the podcast and what you like about it, maybe what you dislike about it. Leave reviews. That would be really helpful to help us build an audience. Um, follow us on social media. We've talked about that, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you know, I've got the John Riley Project Facebook page where I usually post the episodes. But like I said, I have that secret group, the John Riley Project Insiders group, um, where you can join me there. And I and I I do podcasts while I'm out and about on the road, and uh, would love to share those episodes with you. Request uh, permission to join that group, uh, John Riley Project Insiders group. And then, of course, if you want to uh, donate to the podcast, if you want to be a business and you want to sponsor the podcast, there are ways you can do that. Go to my website at johnreillyproject.com. There's links to all of our social media. There you can donate. There's links to our Patreon page where you can be a a donor. If you're a business, there's there's a, um, a website, a web page there that talks about sponsorship opportunities. So there's so many ways you can get involved with this podcast. And hey, if you want to recommend a guest to join us here, we would love those kinds of recommendations. So I'll be back. Um, I'm going to try to, I, I keep telling myself I want to do these more consistently, but I've been like the last week and a half, I've been driving all over the Southwestern United States. You wouldn't believe the snowstorm I went through in Tucson it snowed in Tucson. Can you believe that? Um, and I, that was a whole adventure. And I, I commented a little bit about that on one of my insider groups podcasts. So be sure to go out and check that one out. Um, but I want to leave this quote with you. And this is a really good one. And this is from Dr. Jen Williamson. I'm like, I don't know who she is, but I found this quote and it's about journaling and it's very powerful and it's right on target. And she says, journal writing when it becomes a ritual for transformation is not only life changing, but life expanding. And that is so well put. For me, it's been exactly that. It has helped change my life. It has helped expand my life. And journaling has worked great for me. Maybe journaling can help you in your and as you are active in your own life, your own liberty, and your own pursuit of happiness. So I wish you well, and thank you very much for watching. This is the John Riley Project, episode number 36. Thank you very much, and have a great evening. Bye-bye. <laughs>